Well, we're continuing on the favor of God. How many of you think that's a good thing, the favor of God? And uh, let me, before we dive in, mention that on Wednesday nights, uh, we're teaching something we call real life. And uh, it's just real life issues and the biblical answers for those things. Right now, uh, uh, this coming Wednesday will be part two of three weeks where I'm teaching on overcoming your upbringing. Okay, overcoming your upbringing. And um, most people I know need a little help with that, okay? And uh, we're looking at some important things. I gave an assignment on Wednesday night that they would go back and listen again, watch again uh, somehow before we come in this week so we have a little more to build on. And if if you haven't been with us, please look online, get a CD, whatever, and that, that will help you with that. All right, the favor of God. Romans chapter 8, verse 31 says, if God is for us, Who can be against us? If God is for us, who can be against us? It's actually posed to us in the form of a a question. If God is for us, who can be against us? Well, let's answer the question. God is for us. Go ahead and say God is for us. So since God is for us, who can be against us? Again, uh, I quoted Brother Kenneth Hagin last week who said, if God is for us, what difference does it make who is against us. I like that. And that's, that's a, I think, a good, healthy attitude. Knowing that God is for us, you're, you're going to get through. That, to me, is probably the most uh, easy-to-grip definition of favor for us is to know that God is for us. So you're going into a situation, you need favor, you need to know this. God is for me. God is for me, God is with me. God is for me, God is with me. And that I would have his favor in my life. In Psalm 124, it says, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, we would have been swallowed alive. Uh, and it's the favor of God that makes a difference in our life. The favor of God is also known as an advantage for success. And we do need an advantage in, in this life. Can I get an amen or something out of anybody? All right. In Proverbs 3, verse 3 and 4, it says, Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. It's very important to you. You embrace and treasure these things. And so find favor. Everybody say, find favor. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Find favor. And to find something, typically you find what you're looking for. And I encouraged you last week to make sure that you're looking for the favor of God. Because I'm convinced we have a whole lot of favor of God in our life that we're we're not paying attention to. We assume some things. But I'm telling you what, we have the favor of God in our life. I'm thankful for the favor of God. Are you? And you find what you're looking for. Let me just ask you real quick. Did anybody find any favor this week? Did, Did you see God do anything for you? Let me let you think about it for a moment so we can get everybody in on this. Did you see God do anything for you? Did you see his favor for you this week? And I think you need to mark that. I think you need to mention that, that that's the favor of God. Uh, Somebody told me after first service that I got pulled over and I was as good as good as gone. And he said, I had favor, had favor. And, uh, you know, whenever God rescues you in, in that way, it's time to change a little bit too, okay? Um, but favor of God, and it shows up in so many ways. I was, I was at the grocery store one day this week, and um, 
there were just like three of the checkout aisles open and everybody in front of me, uh, I think they were stocking up for the whole 2012, you know? (laughs) So I'm like, all right, I'll just be patient and just wait here. My milk will be out of date by the time I pay for it. But then I'm just standing there and I just thought, you know, what's, what's the rush? What's the deal? What are you going to do anyway? Because this other guy came by and you know, he's just, you know, just having a hard time. And I just thought, you know, just, just stay calm here. And before I knew it, uh, a manager, a couple aisles down said, sir, would you like to step down here? What is that? Favor. That's favor. So I sang the favor song. F is for favor. <laughs> and just, you know, roll down. There and do it. And the favor of God, listen to me, you got favor all the time. You have favor and you need to look for the favor of God. You need to expect the favor of God. But we're going to find out also how to kind of maximize the favor of God in our lives. In Proverbs 12, 2, and we're going to look at kind of two different aspects of this verse today. It says, a good man obtains favor, where? From the Lord. A good man obtains favor from the Lord, but a man of wicked intentions he will condemn. So, our source of favor, we obtain favor, we receive favor from the Lord. It's important that we know where favor comes from. Now, we read previously, and so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. And maybe you realize we do need favor with man, we need favor in the world. We need favor with people. We need favor in situations. But here's the, the important thing. The order of all of that. You want to understand that we receive or obtain favor from the Lord. Okay? It comes from the Lord. And also we find, you'll, and so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. So the order is very, very important. You want to seek any favor for your life. You want to seek it from God. Okay, it comes from God. You don't seek out favor with man. Now, you should be kind. You should be generous. You, you should deal rightly and in integrity. You should do that. You should sow favor, you know, and, the, and then you can also reap favor. But we're not trying to court or win the favor of people out of order here. We want to make sure that we're seeking the favor of God and let God give you favor with man. You hear me? Get, let God give you favor with people. You've got to keep it in the right order. God can give you favor with other people. Matter of, matter of fact, in the book of Proverbs, it, it says that God can, uh, when a man's ways please the Lord, he can even cause your enemies to be at peace with you. That's favor. So we want to seek it out from God. Uh, Revelation 3.8 says, that God is able to open doors that no man can shut. So there may be times that people aren't interested in you, people trying to hold you back, or you have no way to get through a situation, and God is able to open doors. Y'all, he's able to open doors that no man can shut. I also believe this based on that verse. If he's able to open doors that no man can shut, I also think he can... He can shut doors that no man can open. And that may protect you from someone or even protect you from going into the wrong, into the wrong path. And that also would be the favor of God. If we try, and Galatians talks about this, if we are trying to please people and win the favor of people, we're going to end up 
serving and pleasing people and we're going to end up not serving and pleasing God. We're going to be politicking. I'll say anything, I'll do anything to win favor with you. And that is the wrong way to do it. Life's going to end up upside down. What you need to do is seek the favor of God, do things God's way, and God will give you favor with him and he will give you favor with mankind. Amen. Now, let me go back and I want to review something uh, that we looked at last week. And uh, let's, let's just start here. What I want to talk about is there are essentially two brands of favor that come from God. A good man obtains favor from the Lord. But there's two, two brands of favor here. First of all, it is, it is all wrapped up in his grace. Will you say grace? Anybody thankful for his grace? Grace contains, get this, grace contains everything that God has prepared and promised and provided for us. It's all contained in his grace. So peace, protection, provision, salvation, favor, all of those things are contained in his grace. And let's just put that there for favor. Now, if you remember last, if you were here last week, this is a faucet and this is a faucet. And that's a handle. It's just fighting pride for a minute. Not, not, not really. All right. What we need is we need, we need these things in our life. Now understand this. All of these things are for the here and now. You don't need protection in heaven. You don't need peace in heaven. You don't need provision in heaven. You don't don't need those things. You don't need favor in heaven. All these things that God has prepared and promised and provided, it's in his grace. It's contained in his grace. And what we have to find out how they get released from his grace because we need them. Everybody say, we need them. We need these things in our life. So the first way, does anybody remember the first way that mercy Mercy releases, and I missed something there, but uh, mercy releases what grace contains. Say that with me. Mercy releases what grace contains. God's mercy, and this is God. That's all God. Mercy's up to God. God decides, I'm going to do this for you now, and here's the bottom line, and you don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. But I love you so much and I'll do it. And this is God. God decides how that gets released into our life. So there is one brand of favor that comes to us unmerited. It's bestowed. It's just given to us. And God does that for us. There's another way that grace and favor are released in our life. Does anybody remember? Faith. And that's our part. Whereas mercy is God, faith is on us. And ultimately what faith is, because some people have taught so much on faith, they've made it so complex, or it's a formula, or it's this or that. Ultimately, just what faith is, it's that you trust and you obey. You trust and you obey. And this is on our part. And when you trust and obey, and we're going to see this this morning, as you trust and obey, it's going to open the faucet to release out of grace what grace contains, and it's going to bring favor into your life. You need both brands of favor. 
You need both brands of this. This favor, the mercy favor, the unmerited favor of God is more about helping you to survive. This is where I needed protection. That was a close call. God provided. I got a break. It's the mercy of God. And this is more to help you survive. Okay, follow me. This is more about helping you to thrive. To thrive. And see, this is all on God. But God is, he's looking for a people. He's looking for a people that will trust him and obey him. And I want you to know something. God honors faith. What is faith again? Basically, I trust him. I obey him. God will honor that. And we're going to see from scripture this morning that that's going to release things into our life that actually are going to help you thrive. Now, let me tell you part of what I'm fighting against this morning, you're fighting against, is for the last number of years, we've had kind of a heaviness on the nation. We've had political unrest, economic unrest. We've been fighting terrorism. We've been doing all these things. Everybody is recession and depression minded. And there's all this. And so people think we can't thrive. I'm here to tell you because of the favor of God, you can thrive. You can thrive. And we've got, we've got to renew our minds to this again. That God still is the God El Shaddai. He's still the God who's more than enough. He's, he's still the God that nothing is impossible with him. Do you hear me on this? And we've got to stop letting the enemy in our own mind and our own words keep us down and hold us back. Where favor is an advantage for us that will help us. Not just to survive. Thank God to survive. But also to help you to thrive. Thank you all four of you. Now, we don't earn this favor. This basically just means we cooperate with God. We align ourselves with God. And where this, this favor is bestowed and just given, this one is found and this one is released because we cooperate and align ourselves with God. In a sense, we, we kind of qualify for it. Let's go back to Proverbs 12, 2. You still with me? Bob your head, do something. Sing the favor song. Efforts for favor. I haven't worked out the rest of the song yet. I'll, I'll have it next week. <laughs> Proverbs 12, 2, again, says a good man obtains favor from the Lord. A, a what man? Good. A good man obtains favor from the Lord. Pay, pay attention to that. A good man obtains favor from the Lord. A good man. Go ahead and say it again. A good man obtains favor from the Lord. Now we already saw God's a source of favor, but here we see that there's something about a good man. Well, who's a, who's a good man? You know, well, they're kind, they're generous. They hold the door for somebody, whatever, you know, and that, and that is good and you should be good, but that's not what we're talking about. This is not something that you earn. This is something else. The Bible keeps talking about a good man, a good man over and over and over. He was a good man. He was full of faith and, and, the, and it's all over the place. And we're going to look at a few of the promises to a good man. And one of them is he obtains favor from the Lord. Now, when I say good man, that's not gender specific. It's a good person. Okay. It's a good you, but we want to find out what is good. How good is good enough? Well, Jesus told us in the gospels, he said, no one's good, but God, but that good that he's talking about there is perfect and has it all together. Guess what? We're not perfect, 
And we're far from having it all together. But God is good. Everybody say, God is good. God is good. And then we can be, according to what scripture says, we can be a good man, a good person. So let's find out what this is. This, uh, the Proverbs here is Old Testament, it's written in the Hebrew. And the word for, for good here means to deal rightly, to deal justly, to do good, to act right. And just for the sake of time, because there's other definitions, there's a, a whole bunch of verses on just what good is. I've boiled it down to this, okay? Here's what is good. Here's what a good man, a good person does. They make godly choices based on God's word. They make godly choices based on God's word. Everybody say a good man makes godly choices based on God's word. And you're going to hear me say this probably about a dozen times this morning. But a good man makes godly choices based on God's word. And the Bible says that a good man obtains favor from the Lord. So if you think about it, a good man, he makes godly choices based on God's word. He's trusting and obeying. He's cooperating. He's aligning himself with God. And that's going to release a favor into your life that's going to help you to not just survive, but also to thrive. Amen. Now, we make godly choices based on God's word and you're going to obtain favor from God. Just look at the inverse of it. I just don't think it's going to happen if you're making ungodly choices based on somebody else's words that you're going to get favor from God. I said it last week. I think God's not going to help you rob the bank. God, give me a plan and give me safety and uh, I'll tithe. You're dreaming. You're dreaming. And we laugh at that because that seems unrealistic for a lot of folks. But, but you know what? If you're making ungodly choices, what makes it ungodly? That God's not in it. Ungod, not based on his word. But a good man makes godly choices based on God's word and you're going to have favor. Now listen to me, this is not about having your life all perfect because you know what? This morning you could, you could have just finished a long string of mistakes and be in a bad spot in life. But guess what? Your next right thing that you do can release the favor of God into your life. You can right where you're at decide, you know what? I have made a mess. I've done this. This has been a setback. I did wrong here, but you know what I'm going to do right now? Starting right now, I'm going to make a godly choice based on God's word. And you know what? That faucet's going to open for it. God will help you with that. God will give you favor in that situation. Now, Matthew 6, in the Amplified Bible, it says, but seek aim at and strive after first of all his kingdom and his righteousness now let's see what righteousness is here in parentheses it says his way of doing and being right his way of doing and being right that's seeking his righteousness that make you a good man because you're seeking his way of doing and being right and look what it says and then and then i can hear the favor faucet opening up And then all these things taken together will be given you besides. And so when we seek God's way of doing and being right, when we're making godly choices based on God's word, folks, and then you're going to have the favor of God in your life. Amen. I sure wish y'all were here for this. 
And again, it's not earning it. This is cooperating with God. This is just aligning with God and in a sense, qualifying with God. Now, let me me give you a whole different illustration here. This is an umbrella and I know how to work it. Let this represent God's favor. And where you want to live, friends, is under God's favor. That's where you want to stay. Sometimes people don't get it. And, you know, it's like favor's over here and they're out here. And it's raining. They're going, I love Jesus. I don't know why I'm getting wet. It's because you're not under the favor. You're, You're not seeking his way of doing and being right. You're not making godly choices. But I love Jesus. I know. But you've got to make godly choices based on God's word. And you can't be out here and the sun is just scorching you. I love Jesus. Why am I all blistered? You know, because you're not under. You've got to stay under. I'm singing in the rain. You've got to stay under the umbrella of God's favor. Are you hearing me? Now, if you're out here and you have no favor, no wonder. No wonder. But follow me on this because here's where you can get fooled sometimes. Sometimes people are out here doing their own thing, making their own decisions. Stay with me on this. They're making their own decisions and they're saying, hey, life's going pretty good for me. Do not mistake God's mercy and patience with his approval. See, sometimes, well, I got away with that. Things are going pretty good for me. I don't, I don't need to do God's way, God's things. Listen, do not mistake God's mercy and God's patience with approval. Because you know what? He's not approving. He's not approving. And you know what? Sometimes that's not going to last either. That's not going to last because God in his mercy is not going to continue to let you think that life is going to be okay and work and you're not seeking him. Amen. Now, let's go a little bit further here. A good man obtains favor from the Lord. And I think if there's favor in your life, if you have favor in your life, it's going to be evident. How many of you have ever been in a situation and you had no favor? Anybody here? I mean, it seems like, great, my tire went flat. I have no spare. Uh, I lost my cell phone. And I'm in the middle of Montana. There's a store down there, but it's haunted and a guy's got a chainsaw. You know, then guess what? We're out of favor. Pray for the rapture. Okay. Okay. But you're out there. So I think honestly, there's times where it's evident in a life sometimes, not judging anybody, but it's evident there's no favor there. I believe it's also evident when there is favor. There's be evident. And I want us to look real briefly at some scripture at what you can expect that favor will produce in your life. But remember, it's a good man. Everybody say good man. A good man obtains favor from the Lord. Follow me on this. And a good man makes godly choices based on God's word. 
And that's what releases the favor. In Psalm 37, verse 23 and 24, first of all, in the New Living, it says, The Lord directs the steps of the godly. Now, let me stop just for a second. King James, New King James, American Standard, uh, Amplified, on and on and on, put it this way. The steps of a good man. Good man. Everybody say it. Good man. The steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. Now listen to it in the New Living. The Lord directs the steps of the godly or a good man. He delights in every detail of their lives. Don't you want God in every detail of your life? Though they stumble, they will never fall for the Lord holds them by the hand. In the Amplified Bible, it says the steps of a good man. Everybody say it again. A good man. That's the guy again. Listen, I'm teaching you something here. That's the person who makes godly choices based on God's word. The good man, steps of a good man are directed and established by the Lord. Watch this. When he delights in his way and he busies himself with his every step. And though he falls, he shall not be utterly cast down for the Lord grasps his hand in support and upholds him. So not only would God busy himself with your life and God be involved in the details of your life. And listen to me, you want God involved in the details of your life. Some people try to cordon off an area of your life. God, I want you in all this, but not this. Listen to me. You need God in every room of the house. You need God in every part of your life. And the favor of God is evident that God would be busy in every area of your life. But the the second verse is strong too because it says, though he falls, he'll not be utterly cast down because the Lord upholds him. I have five children. I've taught all five children to ride bicycles. And in teaching them to ride bicycles, it's a process. And we we scrape some elbows and some knees And there's some crying and there's, this is too hard and there's all those kind of things. And then we work our way. Finally, we're getting training wheels off and working. And that's a lot, you know, dad following along. And then we get to the place. Hey, today's the day. Today's the day. We're going to take off. And they got their little helmet and, you know, they're ready to go. And they're on their bike and we go. And you know what? I've told every one of them running alongside, holding the back of their seat. I've got you. I've got you. I've got you. I'm with you. I've got you. I've got you. And we keep doing that. Let me come back over here again. And we start over again. And you know what? I've got you. I've got you. I've got you. I'm right with you. And I let go and they keep going. But you know what? As soon as they start to wobble or whatever, I got you. I got you. And God is that way with us. He's not going to let you fall, you know. And it's not about perfection. But when you're cooperating with God, God, I trust you. God, I'm going to obey you. Help me to do this. Help me to make a godly decision based on your word. God's going to be busy in your life then. He'll help you. He'll work it out. He'll pour out a favor faucet to open it up again. You're going to have that favor in your life. Quickly, Proverbs 14, 14 says, the backslider in heart will be filled with his own ways. But a good man, say a good man, a good man will be satisfied from above. You know what? There's a whole lot of things in the world that we think would satisfy us and they're not going to satisfy you. I'm, I'm going to be teaching on this in the, in the new year. We're going to talk about appetites and not just appetite for food, but appetites for all kinds of things. That's where a lot of our temptation comes to play. And your brain, your brain actually plays a trick on you, okay? It does this with, with you. Sometimes you think, I want to eat that. 
or I want to be with them, or I want to go this. And we think, and our brain thinks, it focalizes on this, and it, and it says, if you only have that, if you only do this, you'll be satisfied. And here's the reality, you're always let down. Have y'all ever wheeled into a burger place before to get the, the two-pounder or something? Oh, man, if I just get that, I'm good. And you get it. And you're not good. But your mind is like, oh, yeah. And as soon as you get, no. And you know what? And this is going to sound so old-fashioned. Actually, it's just eternal. Only Jesus satisfies. Only Jesus satisfies. And you try to fill your life with things and people and stuff and hobbies and travel and and blah, blah. You're not. You can get all the stuff, you know. You can have your own private lake and private helicopter or something. And you're going to be empty on the inside. It's not, I got it. Finally got it all. Because a good man is satisfied from above. God satisfies. Let me give you one other thing this morning. In Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 26. It says, for God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy to a man who is good. Everybody say good. To a man who is good in his sight. But to the sinner he gives the work of gathering and collecting that he may give to him who is good before God. This also is vanity and grasping for the wind. Notice that those that are good in his sight, those that are cooperating with God, God gives wisdom, knowledge, and joy. Let me tell you a couple things about these real quick. First about wisdom. Let me tell you this. Wisdom is the principal thing. The proverb says that in all you're getting and everything else that you're trying to get, you better make sure that you get wisdom. That's number one. Do not live a life without wisdom. And we need wisdom and wisdom comes from God. And it says that when, when you are good in God's eyes, that means that you're cooperating. You're, you're trying to do this God's way. He's going to give you wisdom. You know what? And there are times in my life, in your life, you've got a situation and all of a sudden, guess what God gives you? Wisdom. Second thing is knowledge. Hosea, the prophet said this, my people perish for a lack of, for a lack of knowledge. Knowledge is key to your survival. Knowledge is huge. You've got to have that in your life. And then one other thing, he gives us wisdom. He gives us knowledge and he gives us joy. He gives us joy. The Bible tells us that the joy of the Lord is our, is our strength. And I just finished a series on tough times don't last. And the problem is not the issue. Strength is the issue. And the joy of the Lord is one of, our, is one of the ways that we can have strength in our life. And you know what? When you're a good man. What is a good man? What is a good person? It's one who makes godly choices. Y'all realize I'm trying to teach you something today? He makes godly choices based on God's word. God will give him wisdom and knowledge and joy and satisfy him from above and be busy in every aspect of his life and he starts to wobble, God's going to hold him up and make sure that he doesn't crash. Amen. So get under and stay under the umbrella of God. Do what you have to do, and it's not earning it, but do what you have to do to open this favor faucet I'm going to say it to you again because this is what I want you to walk away with. That you make godly decisions based on God's word. That's going to open up that faucet to release out of God's grace, favor, 
into your life. And listen to me, you need both brands of favor. You need the favor that comes out of God's mercy, but you need the, that will help you to survive. But you need the favor that comes by trusting and obeying God. That is going to help you to thrive. Did you get anything at all out of this today?